Welcome back to the Monday message. What a whirlwind of technical difficulties and then some. Thanks guys again for being so patient with us as we sorted things out. And I'm so happy to be back here sharing the Monday message with you guys today. So I posted something on my Facebook and if we're Facebook friends, then you've seen this already, but essentially I spoke about toxic work cultures and your ability to rise above and demand better for yourselves. I'm just going to read the post verbatim and then dive a bit further. So I've had a lot of jobs, uh, which isn't really out of the ordinary for people who are in my industry. Uh, as a social worker, it's not uncommon to have worked in several different institutions, primarily because you're figuring out the population you want to work with and the type of work you want to do. And since I'm circling back to social work and doing more therapy, I was very intentional about the institutions I wanted to be a part of uh, while I'm temporarily here back in the States. Yeah, I've done a lot of reading lately about work culture and leadership and the two books I'm currently reading, uh, just for personal um, purposes, dives really deeply about it. And it's something that matters a lot. And uh, I got this job as a, an interim middle school counselor, uh, providing school-based therapy for kids. And since being at my new gig, within minutes, you know, we're diving into like things, topics like white supremacy, culture, and racism. And within minutes, I felt immediately the company's why, kind of like why they were doing what they were doing. And within minutes, I looked around and saw that the people here actually loved what they did and loved and cared for the students as, as if they were their own. And I never experienced this ever. I've always been pretty skeptical of institutions because most of them, they don't really have a why. They just have a what they do. And it's usually, as you know, like managers typically aren't leaders anyway, because they haven't learned any leadership skills. And although no institution is perfect, uh, but the attempt for the school to dismantle how white supremacy impedes the growth and education of black and brown students just amazed me. And I say this to say it's no secret that most people hate their jobs and most people rather be doing something else. You know, so I'm here to just say like, you know, stop working in environments that don't value you. Stop working in environments that you don't feel safe enough to speak up in. Stop working in environments where there is no trust. Did you know that levels of depression and anxiety among people who are unhappy at work were the same or greater than those who are unemployed? And when I found that out, I thought that was crazy. And did you know that if you're a parent and you're working a lot of hours, it's, it's really not the hours that hurt your children. It's the mood that you're in when you walk through that door. So if you're walking through that door and you're just really pissed off, irritable, then it's something that's going to seep into the relationships around you. I'm just going to read a quote really quickly by Simon Sinek. And he says, those who feel they have more control, who feel empowered to make decisions instead of waiting for approval, suffer less stress. Those only doing as they are told, always forced to follow the rules, are the ones who suffer the most. Our feelings of control, stress, and our ability to perform at our best are all directly tied to how safe we feel in our organizations. Essentially, our work is our tribe. If you're working for an, an organization where you have to watch your back, or you feel like you know, you're very devalued, then please, for the sake of your health and those around you, find something else to do and find a different work environment. Chronic stress shortens your lifespan. You know, some may argue that there are no options, like you have to stay at this job. And I encourage you and I invite you to challenge that belief because there are workplaces out there who really do value their people and treat them as if they're a family. And the only reason toxic workplaces exist is because we allow them to. And when we don't demand differently, it's the idea that the devil that you know is safer than the one you don't know. But the more that you remain in a job that you're disengaged in, a job that you're just kind of going through the motions, a job that devalues you, um, then the more that is really going to just weigh on you heavily. You've got to think of it like a toxic relationship. 
when we're in toxic relationships, we eventually we wake up and we realize we have to exit or create a strategy to leave that relationship. And so when you have a work environment that's really toxic, you have to think of it that way and you have to really make a plan of exit. Well, I hope you find that you are a very valuable asset. And like any other relationship that you have in your life, it's important that you demand uh, respect and you demand that your place of work is one that nourishes you. Well, thank you folks for listening to today's Monday message. I hope it resonated with you as much as it resonated with me. If you have any questions, comments, or concerns, please email me at info at chroniclesabroad.com. Please be sure to follow us at Instagram at chronicles underscore abroad, Twitter at chronicle without the S abroad, and of course, Facebook chronicles abroad. Be sure to catch us every Wednesday as we interview folks who are either traveling the world or living abroad. And be sure to give us a review on iTunes. We'd greatly appreciate it. It allows us to create content that is valuable to you guys. Until then, beautiful people, thanks for listening. Music by Almighty K-Rock.